I'm here though. <gasps> I'm here too! Would you look at that? Oh, so in sync. Look at us go. Hell yeah. Look at us go. Love to watch us leave or something like that. What? Um, <laughs> I, I am so broken. I have no idea. Um, but I do know that this is crime culture. Hey. And I know that I didn't forget forget this time. We didn't. We got we got a little called out by Lucian. We did during our Patreon chat. And yeah. honestly, that's fine. That's allowed. That's all right. I mean, we deserve it. Yeah. I mean, I at least I do. I'm the one who frequently. What are you taking a picture of? I see you on your screen. I was taking a picture, long story short, in order to get reimbursed for my meal for today because I ate during work and it's a thing. Um, I need to send them a copy of my receipt, but I knew that I was going to lose the receipt. Cause so they know that they know the shame of what you ate. Well, they know the shame of what I what I ate. They know that I ordered like four, four rolls of sushi, but um, four entrees. <laughs> that's I mean that's pretty much what I do. I'm like, how much food can I get off of this? Yeah. But um, I needed to take a take a picture so that I can send it to them. Well, that is just truly fascinating. Yeah, I'm full of fascinating facts. So, but because I knew I'd lose the receipt. Fascinating facts. <laughs> Tale as old as time. Song as old as rhyme. What are we talking about? We're talking about the real story behind oh. Beauty and the Beast. I thought you were just going to go Beauty and the Beast, but that's okay. Not, I'll be not I'll as, be heartbroken. Not as romantic as Disney would make it seem and also kind of a bummer. So I'm thinking about as fucked up as the original story. What do you know about the original story? The original story is because I used to, I don't know who compelled, was compelled to give me that as a child, but I had this beautiful book of like fairy tales, how they actually were mm -hmm. and Beauty and the Beast. It was like the dude was covered in like the pelts of animals that he like had personally killed it was not like uh, he was he was the, the gaston he he was the gaston but he was the beast okay. um and i believe the beast does it's been a minute believe it or not since i've read this childhood story um but the beast like does die and like gruesomely and then like real like for for disney's sake adam prince adam comes mm -hmm. like climbing out of the like carcass and okay. she wanted the rose, but she also, it was like kind of Cinderella-y because she had other sisters who were like, I want a fur coat when you come back, dad. And he also, Maurice was not like crazy old Maurice, the inventor. He was like, daddy's a rich, like, uh -huh. gonna go to the, the trade show and pick up some shit. What do my kids want? And she was just like super abused and a brunette when all of them were blonde because that's how you differentiate that she's different. You that's always how you get differentiate that she's different. I wouldn't know. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> um, and she was just like, I would just like a simple red rose, please. And then her dad was like, he got lost or some shit. And, you know, Lumiere wasn't there. Cogsworth wasn't there. Mm -hmm. the, 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 
the plumy lady wasn't there. Plumette, whatever the fuck her name was. It is Plumette. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You know. Mrs. Potts. No fucking Mrs. Potts or Chip. Chip. None of them. None well, of them. there are a Forte, couple versions. Forte, the evil pipe organ. I can keep going. Is that the name? <laughs> yes. Uh, Turn the second one. <laughs> it's also starting to sound like the Brave Little Toaster. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway. Probably the so, same voice cast. Maybe. We'll, we'll get to voice cast in a bit. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, so there are a couple stories um, uh, that are kind of around Beauty and the Beast. And I think it's safe to say that everyone is at least vaguely familiar with the 1991 Disney classic Beauty and the Beast. Tales old as time. Song is old as rhyme. Beauty and the Beast. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, if you've been living under a rock since ever, uh, it's the story of a selfish prince who's cursed to spend the rest of his life as a hideous monster unless he can earn the love of a young woman. Um, so what might be less known about this classic story is that there is originally a French fairy tale, mm-hmm. and it's by Gabrielle Suzanne Barbeau Villeneuve. I had v- Elliot try to help me okay. with that. Okay. Uh, and I was like, she I can't wrote, help you here. <laughs> She wrote uh, La Belle uh, et la Bette, I think is how you say it. It translates to The Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Uh, And it was written in 1740. And it was a full-length novel, but it was eventually shortened in 1756 to a version that is more well-known by uh, Jean-Marie Le Prince de Beaumont. And it has been adapted many, many more times uh, throughout history. And I'll get to that at the end. But what is unknown to most people is that there is an actual real life story about a quote unquote beast and his quote unquote beauty. That this may have uh, like the, the original story may have like borrowed from this actual tale. Front row. Yes. And this is the story of Petrus Gonsalves. Okay. And he was born in 1537 on the Canary Island of Tenerife. And it's the largest of Spain's seven Canary Islands off the coast of West Africa. Mm-hmm. And he was born with a condition called hypertrichosis. And that's a condition where like thick hair grows over um, your face and body, like all over. Oh, there's okay. diff- I was reading a little bit up on it and there's like different variations of it. It could just be, uh, it could be all over your body, literally from head to toe, like the palms of your hands and everything like that. Or it could be localized to one specific area. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Petrus's condition was completely over his entire body and it gave him the striking appearance of what people at that time knew as legends like werewolves and sasquatches uh and they he was referred to as a wild man nice and uh, not at all offensive no not at all there's gonna be a lot of very uh narrow-minded um offensive depictions of who this man is i would expect nothing less yeah so um they were also called he was called a wild man or a woodus oh and uh, these were half men, half animal creatures in European uh, medieval mythology. And they were often depicted as very hairy and were believed to become ferocious at night, even stealing and eating children alive. What? Yeah. So it's like a cryptid almost. Um, okay. So, 
My research suggests, as I was looking this up, it's very likely that Petrus is the first ever recorded case of this condition. Oh, wow. Shit. Like, ever actually written down. I wonder uh, what the environmental factor was there then. Yeah, right? And um, I think, like, as I was reading more up on it, like, it is a, a very, 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 very rare condition. Mm-hmm. So it happens to, like, less than... 0.0000 whatever percent of people. Um, so obviously people didn't know that this was a condition. They just thought he was literally like half man, half animal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the story kind of begins on the night of King Henry II's coronation when poor year old, uh, 10-year-old Petrus was brought into the court as a gift for the new king. Apparently, King Henry II of France loved to collect oddities, including what he referred to as human freaks. Oh, yay. This was a big, this was a big thing back then. It that, was. Like, people, yeah, people were collectible. Yeah. And Some greatest showman shit. Yeah. And at the time, uh, like I said, this is a symbol of wealth and status for royals to own little people as court jesters. Mm-hmm. And uh, the king ordered that Petrus be taken to the dungeons and his physicians went to study him a little more closely. And it was just apparent that Petrus was um, just a regular kid. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But because he was basically just like plucked out of his homeland, um, he had a very limited vocabulary, even in his native Spanish. Uh, He was really only able to tell the doctors his name. Oh, wow. It was, yeah, it was reported in some articles that he may have been abandoned and grew up as a feral child as a result of his condition. Like his parents, if they didn't have that condition, didn't really know what the heck happened. And obviously there's no record of any of this. You can't Google anything. So they might have just freaked and left him, Mm -hmm. which is terrible. Um, One article said that at a young age, um, he was treated as an uncivilized curiosity and put into an iron cage and given oh. raw meat and animal feed to eat. Oh my God. Yeah. And fuck? have you heard there was a case like not too, too long ago um, of like a, a 13 year old girl that was like severely abused that like her parents like didn't speak to her and like kept her in like uh, like a very small room or like a closet or something. And she basically grew up thinking that she was like an animal. Vaguely. I do vaguely remember. I this. forget the I forget the name of the girl, but it was like, it was used as like a big case study. Yeah. Like what happens when a child can grow up? Cause obviously it's unethical to like do these type of experiments. Right. But like when the, when a child is found in this condition, they want to, get as much uh, information as possible. Yeah, unfortunately, she wouldn't be the last. So, I mean, in no. this case, it's it's a terrible situation, but you kind of need to look at it from, okay, how can we help children who may find themselves in this situation in the future? Yeah. So, uh, the king decided to rename uh, Petrus. He, the, his renamed name is Petrus Gonsalves, which is the Latin version of his name that he told the physicians, which is Pedro Gonzalez. Um, it was he. The king decided to allegedly change the name because it sounded like it was a name more fit for nobility. Uh, because it's Latin, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone expected Petrus 
to be really scary, like the legends of the wild man that everybody had heard. But like I said, as time went on, the doctors could see that he was just a really scared little boy. And at the time, scientists would have no idea that hypertrichosis comes from an abnormal eighth chromosome. And although it's a condition that is better understood now uh, than it was in Petrus's day, obviously, um, the condition is so rare that finding subjects for doctors to study presents a challenge even today. According mm-hmm. to a dermatologist, Sarah K. Taylor's Medscape, Sarah K. Taylor's Medscape coverage of the condition, okay. she says, "quote Since the Middle Ages, approximately fifty individuals with congenital hypertrichosis have been described, and according to the most recent estimates, approximately thirty-four cases are documented adequately and definitively in literature." End quote. Mm-hmm. So that is not enough to get true research on and see. Uh, everything that you would need to know to to really understand this uh, condition. Um, but besides having an abnormal amount of hair, Petrus was just a completely normal person. Yeah. And because of his calm demeanor, King Henry II decided to try, I guess you could call it an experiment with Petrus, mm. to see if the so-called wild man could be brought up like any other child. Mm-hmm. So Petrus was given food and fine clothing and was given a proper nobleman's education. And he was taught to speak, read and write in three different languages, which is way more than I know. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> uh, and his tutors were even impressed by how intelligent he actually was. And they all really grew to like him. Ah. The King even reportedly took a liking to Petrus and which was considered a really great honor at this time in the 16th century. And once Petrus proved himself an even greater curiosity as being an educated person who they assumed was a wild man, um, he became an important figure in King Henry II's court. But in spite of being the, uh, in spite of the improved treatment that he was receiving, he was still seen as less than human and was treated more like a human pet to dazzle visitors of the court than Mm. an actual like confidant and like, somebody of use which he probably could have been of great use to uh to the court right um artist agnosta agnostino carici oh i definitely jean's gonna yell at me for that my (laughs) sister uh she knows the artist uh but this artist painted a portrait of three members of king henry ii's court and Petrus was shown naked, wearing only a small fur as a symbol of his status as a wild man. And the portrait is titled Harry, Harry, Mad Peter and Tiny Eamon. So, yeah. I know. It gets Christ. Yeah, it doesn't get better. Uh, It gets more cringy. So when King Henry II died in 1559 following a jousting injury... His widow, Catherine de Medici, uh, eventually became the caretaker for Petrus. And she had a reputation for devious actions, like when she invited her religious rivals to Paris for an arranged marriage and then ordered thousands of people slaughtered in the streets. Oh, casual. As you do. She reminds me a lot of uh, the fuck's her name from Game of Thrones. Oh, Cersei Lannister? Yeah. I haven't she, even watched it, and I know that bitch. She she gives me Cersei vibes. Shame. Um, so <laughs> Queen <laughs> Catherine thought it would just be, you know, hilarious to arrange oh, a marriage boy. for Petrus. That's um, fucked up. 
But to make it even funnier for her, she decided not to tell his future bride about his condition. What the fuck? Yeah. Queen Catherine found the bell of this story um, as the daughter of a royal cur- court servant whose name was also Catherine. Mm, and so can't be on- there can only be one. Right. So yep. young bride Catherine's reaction to her husband's appearance was not actually recorded, but rumors swirled around that she was initially unhappy with the union. Um, she was obviously not prepared for the initial shock of Petrus's appearance, but was kind of held captive by the queen's orders and really had no option to divorce him. Like, And Petrus, I mean, obviously he didn't want to be with somebody who didn't want to be with him. Yeah. So, Which like, is understandable. And also, not just that, but like you've been made the butt of a joke. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I can only imagine. Like, we all know that experience of, like, in high school when somebody would, like, ask you out and then be like, oh, just kidding. It was actually just a joke because I wanted to see you say yes and then get your heart broken. Like, it's it's that equivalent. And his entire life up to this point has been, like, when he walks into a room, everyone shuts up. And the minute he walks out, whispers start. Yeah, like, exactly. That's like his entire, like, that's no way to fucking live. That's, and it, now no, you're being gonna, set up by somebody who, like, you don't even know. Yeah, it's going to take a toll on your psyche. Yeah. So, like, he was stuck, too. It's not like he wanted to be with Exa- somebody who yeah. didn't want to be with him. But uh, Catherine was also kind of forced into this union. And um, it's not all bad, though. While there are no written journals or evidence to prove so, it is possible that they did fall in love. There's one portrait in particular where Catherine's hand is on Petrus's shoulder. Okay. And according to sociological historians, this sort of gesture was not always present in images of couples and would have might have signified that they were actually in love. Oh. And uh, this portrait is also reportedly hanging in DC's National Gallery of Art. So if anyone's down there and has seen it, uh, you'd know it if you saw it. Mm-hmm. So I want to see it. I, I, I mean, I've, obviously, I've seen pictures of it, but yeah, but let's go. Yeah. You and me right now. All right. Let's End do the it. podcast. Let's do it. OK, bye. Bye. We're going. <laughs> so Queen Catherine obviously couldn't wait to see what children the pair would have. Oh, fuck off, Catherine. I mean, that's kind of the whole point that she wanted to see what would like she wanted to do her own science experiment. What are you, a fucking breeder? Like, come on. Did I mean, you fuck him and have his kid? I mean, pretty much. Like, what a bitch. But a year after the wedding, Catherine had her first child, a boy. um, Which one? uh, Young Catherine. Okay, okay, okay. Petrus's wife. Sorry, I was like, (laughs) in my brain, (laughs) so my my broken brain, Catherine with a K is the queen. Catherine with a C is the daughter. They're both Catherines with Cs. Yes, but that doesn't help me. So also I'll call her Cersei, Queen Cersei. I guess. So, so she fucked um, her brother. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so young Catherine, Catherine uh, Gonsalves. Catherine uh, had a, Wait. Yes, had a boy <laughs> and uh, was not, did not have hypertrichosis. Just hmm. plain normal boy. Their second child also didn't inherit their father's condition. Good. However, the couple's third and fourth children were hairy. Young Catherine went on to have more children. In total, it was believed Jesus. that four out of the couple's seven children and at least one of their grandchildren had hypertrichosis. That's, you know, that's just, it's sad because imagine being a parent and knowing what your child's future is going to be based on that. Like how yeah. much suffering they're going to have yeah. over something and they can't fix. 
and or knowing, cause. And knowing that under all of that hair, they're literally just a normal fucking mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's just, and, and fuck that Cersei Lannister bitch. Yeah, right? She sucks. Yeah. Um, but portraits were commissioned of the family, and in all of them, the uh, quote-unquote normal children were ordered to be kept out of the picture, while the quote-unquote wild children were always shown in noble dress as if to highlight the gap between what could be described as their savage appearance and their civilized status. Yeah. So the queen wanted to keep up the appearance that this was a successful experiment in taming the quote-unquote wild man and giving birth to what they described as hybrid children. Mm -hmm. And images of their family were sent off to nobles as gifts and pictures of Petrus and his family hung in cabinets of curiosities across Europe. Paintings of Petrus and the rest of the Gonsalves family can still be found in Ambrose Castle Chamber of Art and Curiosities, a collection of oddities created by Ferdinand II, Archduke of Austria in the 16th century. Okay. Um, so, I mean, it just it's just not getting better for these people. Petrus and his family were sent across a tour of Europe for wealthy families, basically just to gawk at, um, and so naturalists can study their children. It's awful. Yeah. It's just... Eventually, the family settled, it settled in Parma, Italy, where Duke Renuccio Farnese employed them, like basically like watched after them. But the Gonsalves family was still treated poorly, and there was no way for them to really lead a normal life. In a tragic turn of events, the Duke sent away the four Harry Gonsalves children as gifts to his noble friends. Just like Petrus, they were seen as pets rather than people. Thankfully, the children were treated very well in their new homes. They received high-quality educations and were given plenty of food to eat, expensive clothes, access to the best doctors, and lived in beautiful homes. Good for them. Considering that they were the children of a man with an abnormality and a woman who was from the lower class, their children actually lived a life of luxury compared to how their lives would have been if their parents were just two random assholes. Like, I mean, and honestly, good for them. Yeah. I mean, they were still kind of like given all of that because of how they looked. But I mean, if they can live comfortable, decent, love-filled lives because of that, mm-hmm. that's all you can really ask for. Yeah. One of the daughters, Antoinetta, was given to a noble family in Bologna, Italy. A doctor named Ulissi Aldrovandi... I think is how you say it. Um, He visited her, examined her body, taking notes about the hair on her body and sketching her. Thankfully, he described her as a girl instead of calling her some kind of animal when he was writing about her. In the drawing, Antoinette is wearing a beautiful dress that would have been very expensive during the time, and she has leaves and flowers in her hair almost like a crown. In another portrait of Antoinette, she's holding a piece of paper that explains who she is and what happened to her, as if the painter knew that future generations would want to know who she was and who she was sold to. There are other sketches of Harry girls, which is most likely the older sister Francesca, and a third girl, Madalena, and a boy named Enrico were also born with hypertrichosis and sold to normal families, but there are very few documents about what actually happened to them. Okay. So, after being shuffled around from one court to another, Petrus and Catherine eventually settled in the small village of Capodimonte, Italy. Um, okay. 
Even though their family had been torn apart, there were documents to show that they tried their best to enjoy the life that they had left in freedom. They were married for more than 40 years, and Catherine passed in 1623, several years after Petrus. The last recording of Petrus was in 1617 at the christening of his grandson, and it's believed that he passed away the next year. There's no official record of Petrus's death, possibly because people who... Uh, only people who received last rites were recorded into the registrar. Oh. And it's possible that even though, like, even on his deathbed, Petrus was not seen human enough to receive last rites. Mm-hmm. So his death would never have been recorded. He That's... wouldn't receive a Christian burial. That's... Whatever. Mm. I don't know. That's I mean, just we... kind of wrong, but. Yeah. So there's not. Uh, a long drawn out story of like his life but like that's basically like the uh the long and short of it mm-hmm. the fairy tale itself uh the popularized one by Jean-Marie Le Prince de Beaumont um it doesn't have a lot of the magical elements of the Disney version because obviously Disney like punches everything up and there's got to be like you got to anthropomorphize everything. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's no Cogsworth, Lumiere, Miss Potts or Chip or any of those guys. Um, the original fa- fairy tale follows the much bleaker, lonely model of Petrus's young life. Mm. Um, there's also no Gaston in the original version of the story. Instead, Belle uh, has two evil older sisters, as yeah! you described. Yep. They want a fur coat. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So it's very, very Cinderella. Yes. So you can see very where they Cinderella, got that. but she looked like Snow White in yeah. this in this drawn, like illustrated whatever yeah. version that I had. Anyway, go on. I'm gonna get into um all of not all of a lot of the most popular um adaptations of the Beauty and the Beast story. Mm-hmm. Uh going in chronological order is 1987's Beauty and the Beast, and it's a TV show. Do you know anything about this TV show? I vaguely remember this TV show. It was, um, like, I can see the, the the dude's costume. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I can see, like, the shagging, like, you know what I mean? Like, it was he, disturbing, the brown, fucked up. Disturbing looking. makeup. Yeah. He looks so, like, it was like he was like a dog, kind of. Yes. So, um... Lots of these adaptations follow the kind of Disneyfied version of the story where mm-hmm. like uh, the guy is cursed to look ugly and then like she like swoops in and like he has to make her fall in love and then blah blah they kiss and then he turns back and he's beautiful again. Mm-hmm. So this one, uh, it, this obviously came out before the Disney version came out because this is 1987, Disney was 1991. So the description of this is a little bit different. Uh, it is, quote, District Attorney Catherine Chandler, after being attacked and left for dead, is rescued by a half-man, <gasps> half-beast yes. named Vincent, yes. who lives in secret caves the and tunnels sewers. beneath yes. New York City. <laughs> that was it. Oh, it's all coming back to me now. Call when fucking Celine Dion. When Catherine returns to the surface to resume her life, she and Vincent are not only in love, but share a powerful psychic bond that enables Vincent to sense whenever Catherine is in danger. The plot lines revolve around Catherine getting in danger and dashing and the dashing and powerful Vincent coming to her rescue. It's like Law and Order meets Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles meets Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. 
It has an audience score. This is from Rotten Tomatoes. Uh-huh. Uh, it doesn't have a Rotten Tomato score, but it has an audience score of 89%, yeah. 88% on Google, and a 7 out of 10 on IMDb, which is better than I thought it did. People loved it. I remember yeah. this now. It used to be syndicated. Well, do you know who starred as the Vincent, the Beast I, character? I don't fucking remember, but as soon as you say the name, I'm going to be like, yep, that's it. It's Ron Perlman. Yeah, that was it. I see. And if I told you don't you. know, Ron Perlman was in Hellboy, yep. obviously. He was in Drive, which I didn't know until I looked up his IMDb. Oh. Uh, he was in Kronos, and he was also in Quest for Fire. Hmm. Um, Good for Ron Perlman. Linda Hamilton played yes. Catherine Chandler. From she Terminator. Was in the Terminator. Yes. 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 Sarah Connor. And you can watch this TV show on Tubi, Amazon Prime Video. I think it's for free on Amazon Prime Video. You don't have to have, like, the fancy uh, subscription account. And it's on Paramount Plus, which I have now because Elliot watches uh, soccer or whatever the fuck's on Paramount you gotta, Plus. You gotta watch the iCarly then. That's not Beauty and the Beast, but you should watch the new iCarly then. I don't think I need to. I think I'm good without that. I think you're wrong, but anyway. <laughs> anyway, the next one is, you know, it's the classic 1991 Beauty and the Beast, the original Disney version. Mm. Do you know what it has on Rotten Tomatoes? It came um, out in 1991. All right, so, so it's it was Oscar nominated. So mm-hmm. I think that'll have some, we're talking about Rotten Tomatoes, Tomato Meter or audience score? You can do both. Okay, audience score, I'm going to give it a 79 um, because there there are some neckbeards who are haters. And then Rotten Tomatoes score, I'm going to give a 98 because, again, shit was Oscar nominated. People it were has a 94 losing their per- shit. 94% tomato meter rating. See, I was close. 4%. And a 90, 92% audience score, but it's over 250,000 ratings. Even the neckbeards loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it's a tale as old as time. How could you not? Yeah. Um, and it has, hold on, I got the information from the wrong version for this. Please tell me that it is. Uh, oh, there's it has, one that I hope you mentioned. Go ahead. It has a 92% on Google and an 8 out of 10 on IMDb. Okay. Solid. And yet everyone knows it's the classic story. I'm not even going to get into the description. But we have all be talking it. about the voice actors. Oh, um, Paige O'Hara. David Ogden Styers. No, no. Okay, wait, wait. Let me, no, no, let me go I'm, order. I'm going. I'm going from. My brother was obsessed with that commercial, the commercial for it, and would perseverate on it and play it on a loop. So when I tell you that, like, this is all coming from like memory of that it's commercial, all coming back to me now. It never left. Sorry, Celine. <laughs> it, it well, never Paige left. O'Hara. Paige O'Hara played Belle, and it looks like by looking at her IMDb page that she voiced Belle in most, if not all yes. of the sequels as well. She, yeah, she, she, that's like, she is Belle. She was, I think also Belle in Wreck-It Ralph. Yes. Yep. Yeah. She played Belle in any, anytime Belle's voice was needed. She played Belle. Yeah. She comes back. She's, she's a fucking G like yeah. I'm here for it. Um, Robbie Benson mm-hmm. played the beast. Mm hmm. And he has a very long acting career before and since, um, voicing many things. But he also has a very long list of directing credits. Oh, so apparently he's like a big time oh, director now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Jerry Orbach mm-hmm. played uh, Lumiere, obviously from Law and Order and Dirty Dancing. Yep. With Jerry Orbach, David uh, Ogden Styers, 
and Angela Lansbury. See, oh, I know I'm this commercial. I know, but the commercial, it's just, it's in my head. I can't get it out now. Bradley Pierce played Chip, who is the actor that played Peter in Jumanji. I didn't know that. Peter in Jumanji. Did you ever see Jumanji? I've seen Jumanji. I actually just watched it at the gym the other day. Jumanji is a fantastic it's a movie. Great movie. So like Peter, well done Peter's, for the time. In the very beginning, uh, he's the young boy. He's the young. Yeah, he's, he's the young, young Robin boy. Williams. Yes. yes okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I remember now. Yes. Yeah. So that is the voice of Chip. Okay. In Beauty and the Beast. Good for him. Obviously, you alluded to David Ogden Styers. I don't know who he uh, is, but I know he was the guy. He's Cogsworth. Yep. But he also voiced characters mm-hmm. in Pocahontas, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, Lilo and Stitch, and Spirited Away. Mm-hmm. So no, he, was he was like he was a very biggie. famous voice actor. He was like a BFD. Yeah. And how could we forget Angela Lansbury? And Angela Lansbury. Uh, Murder, she wrote, and obviously Sweeney Todd. Yes. Uh, you can watch this, obviously. Yes, among many other things, those are my two favorite, though. Name what she hasn't done. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, you can watch it on Disney Plus. Yeah, just or yeah. or okay. pull out the the orange VHS you have. No, the orange VHS was Nickelodeon. Oh, it was Nickelodeon. Yeah, it's fine. It's a regular colored VHS. Put some respect on that VHS name. Well, do you want to know the next adaptation I'm talking about? I am praying to God that it's the one with um, Fran Drescher. No, we'll get to that, though. Oh, fuck yes. That's my favorite. Go ahead. The next one is Beastly from 2011. Yes, you know with Kristen Kruick from Smallville. No, 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 no. That's the series. Never mind. I'm a liar. That's the one with Vanessa Ann Hudgens, now known as Vanessa yeah, Hudgens, yeah. and yeah. Alex Pettifer, and Mary-Kate Olsen plays the witch, and mm-hmm. Neil Patrick Harris is the blind tutor. Mm-hmm. Um, Dakota Johnson's Dak- in there. Oh, is she? She is. It's oh, it. Good, so that. good for her. Uh, it's I a YA it. type of da- adaptation of the story that it's like he has like these yeah. weird like witchy type scars on his face. Well, they're like metal infused scars and he's got tattoos because yeah. tattoos are apparently yeah. ugly now. And it like there was something else that like he went bald, like 100, not a hair. Uh, he's like a fucking seal um, just dolphining the shit out of things. And yeah. his dad is like super rich. I- I watched it. It's not. I great. watched it. It wasn't great, but Marcello Zarvos did a brilliant score. I really liked his score. Yeah, Lindy. Uh, that was the name of Vanessa Hudgens' character. Can you tell me uh, what the Rotten Tomato score is? Oh, f- fucking fifty-seven. <laughs> fifty-seven. From the critics or the audience? Yes. Just both. <laughs> it is a twenty-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. With a forty-eight percent audience <laughs> score, I mean, and and like twenty percent of that forty-eight percent is just horny teens. Yeah, right. Five point six out of ten on IMDb. But here's the wild card: seventy-seven percent on Google. Yeah, no, I believe it. Google always is way like skewed toward positivity, and like we yeah, love that we love that you try to stay positive, Google. But I mean, let's call a spade a spade. Let's call a yeah. beast a beast. And like you said, Alex Pettifer uh, played the beast type role. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the in Magic role. Mike and the butler, apparently. Oh, he was in the butler? That's what it said. Oh, shit. He's British and hot as fuck. Is he British? Yeah. 
I don't like these secret Brits. Yeah. <laughs> they, oh, they, hell yeah. They do such a convincing American accent. He does. He does. Yeah. No, he was, I, I was a fan of his when I was younger. Yeah. I was quite a fan. Uh, Vanessa Hudgens obviously is in like the bell type role. Yep. She was, I mean, do you need to know? She was in High School Musical, obviously. She was, uh, she's, she, she's in, isn't she in the new Tick, Tick, Boom? She's in Tick, Tick, Boom. She is in Tick, Tick, love. Boom. Oh, love it doesn't get better I was and she was in spring breakers yeah she was in spring breakers and she's also in the 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 christmas trilogy the princess christmas trilogy yeah that's on netflix <laughs> uh neil patrick harris oh, obviously how i met Stan. your mother harold and kumar gone girl series of unfortunate events Broadway. and just being an adorable halloween family mm-hmm. doogie hauser doogie hauser yes og claim to fame david uh, burke's husband Stan. yes uh, Mary Kate Olsen and Dakota Johnson are also in there. Just really look at their own credits. I keep forgetting um, about Dakota Johnson being in that yeah. movie. I can't. I can't recall. But you can watch this terrible movie uh, on <laughs> Vudu, Amazon Prime Video, YouTube, and Apple TV. Like you have to like rent it. But why? Why? Because you need to see it. Do it for NPH. Apparently, he yeah. like hung out with blind people to like prepare for the role or something like that. Still. Didn't really need to be blind. No, could have. Uh, he didn't need uh, to find a blind actor. He didn't. Yes, yes. He didn't need to be blind. They could have found a blind actor. I thought you were saying the character didn't need to be blind. And I was like, I don't know. I kind of liked that part. That like no, they the had somebody who treated him well. Yeah, the character is fine. Blind, yes, but you don't. But we you need should a have blind, blind person. Actor. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god! I just watched uh, on the plane. What the fuck did I just watch? I don't. Know. Quiet Place Part Two. Oh, Ooh, so good. That girl. Brilliant. first of all stunning yes second of all what a fantastic actress yeah and holy and shit john krasinski apparently like went to bat and was like no like we're having a deaf actor in this role yeah and, and she was i mean she was brilliant phenomenal in the yes. first one but like i i was reading something about um the second one and he like wanted to like make like tailor pretty much the screenplay mm-hmm. so that like she played a very much more like heroine like prominent yes. role yes and i'm like fuck yeah she's awesome she is i love her um but yeah so cast actors that actually fit the role and not i love even neil just, patrick harris but also yes unnecessary well and also cast actors that like it, not every role has to be like oh this actor is deaf so the character like their main shit has to be deaf like does yep. that make sense like for example eternals was a great example like i yeah. saw that movie and there is a a hearing impaired character in she's the in movie. uh she's in uh fucking walking dead lauren ridloff she, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, she she's plays, deaf in the walking dead but yeah she plays makari yeah. but she's deaf in this but because like all of these are supposed to be like peak like almost like godlike yeah figures and everybody's like well why do we have a hearing impaired person because people are ignorant why do we have a hearing impaired person as one of these eternals and it's because she's fast as fuck boy and the sonic booms mean that like she can't she can't hear the sonic booms so that she can actually withstand them and break the sound barrier as she's going as fast as fuck boy and oh just and she did an amazing job and of course that character was just oh like one of my favorites the best uh the next adaptation i'm talking about uh you already alluded to is the cw tv show that ran from 2012 mm-hmm. to 2016 mm-hmm. with my girl Kristen yeah uh i'm just looking at it now and is this character yeah this character is also named katherine chandler I it's think like it was- loosely based on the ron perlman 
like series. It's not like an actual yeah. adaptation, but it's a very similar concept. Yeah, I mean, I I did these out of order, so I didn't realize the uh, the connection until right this fucking minute. That's fine. But um, so the description is. Quote, while investigating a murder, Detective Catherine Chandler discovers a clue that leads her to Dr. Vincent Keller, mm-hmm. a man who supposedly died in Afghanistan in 2002. She realizes that she met him before years earlier when he saved her from assault that left her mother dead. And he suffers from a condition that causes rage to turn him into a monster, which has forced him out of society. Catherine agrees to keep his identity a secret in exchange for his help untangling the truth about her mother's murder. Their partnership turns out to be a dangerous one as they battle a powerful attraction that threatens to destroy them both. Wow. End quote. Original. Gotta make it sexy. Gotta make it sexy. We can't have just like two people coexisting without wanting to fuck. Of course not. No. Um... And it's too expensive to do the um, the beast makeup the whole time. That's why he right. is uh, Jekyll and hiding it. Yeah, and uh, only sometimes. Yeah. Um, I wonder now that you said that, I'm still stuck on that whole that they have the same names thing because I, that Catherine is such a name throughout. I wonder if that's because people did their it's, research. No, it's, it's same first and last name, and she's a detective, so this has but, to be like some type of. But I'm saying that like. This heroine is Catherine. The heroine of the old series was Catherine. Oh, I'm saying yeah, I wonder then, if people did their research and made the connection to this case. Between, yeah, the original case, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't look like this TV show was fantastic, even though it, it ran for quite some time, 2012 to 2016. It did. It has a 51% on Rotten Tomatoes. Doesn't even deserve 72% that. audience score. Horny teens. 79% Google score. Give it to the horny teens. And 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Mr. IMDb is horny too. Uh, Jay Ryan plays the uh, beast type character. Mm-hmm. He was in It Chapter 2. Oh. He played adult um, chubby kid. Oh, okay. That makes sense. He was attractive. Yeah. Was, and, like I say, he's, um, like he's dead. He's not. <laughs> the only other name I recognized was Max Brown, who was in Downton Abbey. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't really recognize any other names. Kristen Kruick from Smallville. Okay, Smallville. And she isn't was in that, a really interesting adaptation isn't that of Snow White. Girl from Smallville. Yes, Allison. Allison um, Mack. Mack. Yes, I always, Mack. I always. Nexium like, chick. Well, Nexium chick, but I also always like take a moment where I like question because the secret word of, world of Alex Mack. Yeah. Always really throws me because I'm like, no, it's not Alex Mack. It's Allison Mack. Alex Mack had cool. Mack had cool powers. Allison Mack abused her powers, and I'm yeah. just, I can never. I can you know, never. I keep seeing, I keep seeing stories of her and that Elizabeth Holmes bitch. Yeah. They both have crazy eyes. They do. It's true. I we'll talk wild. about them both. Yeah, we'll talk about them. When's both National Crazy Eyes Month? We'll do that. Every fucking month, <laughs> we'll do we'll do those. We'll revisit Charles Manson. Oh, um, Jesus! <laughs> um, but you can watch this terrible show on Voodoo, Amazon Prime Video, and YouTube. There's and a the lot CW of bad... app, I think. Yeah, probably because the CW but app who is has free. That? It's free. I have it. I watch Nancy Drew on it. It's great. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to talk about it too much because there's a lot of names that I can't pronounce. Um, and it wasn't great, but there was a 2014 live-action French adaptation of Beauty and the Beast. Huh. It is a 41% on Rotten Tomatoes, mm. 53% audience score, 76% Google score, and a 6.4 out of 10 on that's IMDb. A, that's a that's a feeling. That's a yeah. choice. 
Uh, other ones that I'm not going to talk too much about is the one that you brought up, The Beautician and the Beast with Fran Drescher and Timothy Dalton. Mm -hmm. um, a New York Stan. cosmetologist is offered a job to teach children of a beastly Eastern European dictator, and they soon fall in love. Mm -hmm. And there is a 1976 TV movie adaptation of The Beauty and the Beast from the Hallmark Hall of Fame and stars Oscar-winning actor George C. Scott and his real-life wife, Trish Van Van Derve? Sure, but Van Devere. Also yeah. could be that, but either way, aw. Yeah. It was nominated That's for three sweet. Emmys. Good for them. Uh, and is apparently an excellent adaptation. Oh. I have not seen it. Good for them. There's also a wild card I'm throwing in there before I mm -hmm. get to like the main one, the most recent one, is 2006's Penelope. I can see that being a Beauty and the Beast adaptation. It's a gender switch version. Well, and uh, a, a species switch, if anything. Yes. Yes. A tale of a young woman who is cursed with a pig nose, not because of her own vanity, but because of the selfish behavior of her ancestors. Mm -hmm. And to break the curse, she must be loved um, just as she is by a blue blood. Soon she falls in love um, with a young man with a troubled past. James McAvoy mm -hmm. and Christina Ricci star mm -hmm. in this. Mm -hmm. It was cute. I watched it. Yeah. It was these. Yeah. yeah. And obviously the most recent is Disney's 2017 mm. Beauty and the Beast live action remake. It has a 71% on Rotten Tomatoes, 80% audience score, 87% Google score, and a 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb. I'm going to say this is a subpar remake because my friends and I quote uh, a lot of the original Disney uh, songs a lot. Mm. And uh, the part where the woman screeches, I need six eggs, that yes. makes uh, That's uh, too expensive. an appearance. That's too expensive. That happens a lot. Yeah. And also, uh, anything with LeFou. I had high hopes because I LeFou's personally gay. enjoy... Yes. I personally Who's enjoy Dan? Josh Gad. I love Josh Gad. I know Love's some sweetie. people aren't like super fans. but Ooh, like, I'll fight him. I think he's fun. Yeah. He's, and um, he does a lot for charity, too, and I like that. Yeah, and he's in Book of Mormon and yeah. Frozen. I think he was one of the OGs in Book of Mormon. Yes, he was. He yeah. was uh, Cunningham. Yeah. Um, but And I think his understudy was fucking... Dear Evan Hansen. Oh, um, Ben Platt. Ben Platt, yes. I was, I was ben like, Platt was also Elder Cunningham Broadway at one point. baby. Who is that? Um, yeah. <laughs> I know you love him. I, 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 I won't... I won't I won't say further, but it's not his fault that his dad's a producer. Yeah, no, or that um, his dad gives him every role that of them, every movie that he buys. But uh, whatever. <laughs> um, but there was a couple of lines of Lafou's that like I missed, especially because like mm. I thought if we ever did Beauty and the Beast in high school, I would audition to be Lafou just because I I love the character He's so much. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Um. Wow, you didn't miss a shot, Gaston. It's probably yeah. the best line that he says. And uh, that was not said. <laughs> mm -mm. And I, I forget who, I, I might have been just with Elliot, but I remember like gearing up for that line and then he didn't say it. And I looked angrily at Elliot. I was like, let's leave. <laughs> See, I uh, really liked it. I, I love Stanley Tucci. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Stanley I'm a member Tucci's of, in it. I'm a member of the Tucci gang. Audra McDonald is in it. No, let's get to the star-studded oh, okay. cast. Obviously, we're starting with Emma Watson <laughs> mm -hmm. as Belle. She's in Harry Potter perks of being a wallflower. She's mm -hmm. fantastic. She went to Brown. She's like... Michael she's hated her singing. She was not 
a great singer. I think that we were being too hard on her. Hey, Elliot. Oh, no. <laughs> what did you feel about Emma Watson singing in the Beauty and the Beast? Oh, fuck off. She fucking... Okay, give me two minutes. She is a fucking, like, world-renowned actress, and they couldn't put that girl through, like, six months of fucking vocal lessons to work her fucking shit out. She was drowning in auto-tune fucking pitch correction post-production bullshit. It was so obnoxious. She's the main fucking character, and she... Fuck. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. I mean, to, to his credit, okay. it was it was less than two minutes. All right. Well, <laughs> Michael felt almost exactly like that. They may have talked when. Yeah. Don't they go both see a movie with musical us. with a music major. Yeah, that's that's the biggest piece of advice we can give you on this podcast. Not like don't get murdered. Don't go see yeah. a movie musical with a music major. Don't do it. Yeah. Not smart. Not See great. it with a theater major. The theater no, nerds. even <laughs> even then they're probably like, no. But we find we find things to like about it. Like for example, Tucci Gang, Audra McDonald. We're gonna get there. Yeah. Dan Stevens played the Beast. He was in The Guest, and I didn't really see a lot else that I recognized. Downton him Abbey. From. He was in Downton Abbey too. Yeah, he was the. I mean, spoiler alert, but he was like the woman has the baby and then he dies. The husband dies. Okay. That's him. He um, was in it for like a long time, but he's been in other shit too. I'm well, trying he was to in so much makeup in, in Beauty and the Beast that I guess I didn't recognize the face. Yeah, that's really that's more of what it is. Um, because, and and was, that was very impressive though, because if you look at the behind the scenes shit, he's yeah. like in he's like in green screen shit. Like they yeah, did him up was, like Gollum. I was just going to say he wasn't so much in makeup as he was in like green screen CGI. dots. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And um, he was also in, um, uh, what is that series with, um, it's a it's a superhero series. I don't watch any um, of them. I'm trying to think of the name of it. And it's people are screaming at the top of their lungs at me. It's got Aubrey Plaza. Um, full disclosure. Oh, Scott Pilgrim? No, 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 no. It's more recent than that. It's on FX. Um, Wait, was she in Scott Pilgrim though? Aubrey Plaza? I think maybe she was. Am I thinking of somebody else? Am I a bad Aubrey Plaza fan? Oh my god, this is like old people corner. This like, is old people corner. Her, I can tell you that he was invited at the museum. Like okay, he was, great. he was, he was in that. I can tell you. I'm trying to think of the name of um. It starts with a it, with a G, I think. Well, um, he's boring. Have, which doesn't Legion, start with okay. a G. Which does not start with a we G. We have better people to get to. Luke Evans played Gaston. He was in Love Nine Luke Perfect Evans. Strangers and The Hobbit. Yes, he's, um, he's just a delight. He's a fucking delight of a human being. Kevin Klein played Maurice, and Precious. he voiced characters in The Road to El Dorado, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, and Bob's Burgers. Yes, he's Mr. Phoebe Cates. And he was also in A Fish Called Wanda. Yes. Obviously, we talked about Josh Gad, original cast of Book of Mormon. He was in Frozen, blah, blah, blah. Love. Ewan McGregor as Lumiere. Mm -hmm. Which weird, was a choice. Weird, yeah, weird flex there. <laughs> it was a choice. Uh, Ewan McGregor was in Doctor Sleep, Moulin Rouge, obviously Star Wars, and actually a movie that I, I, I mean, I don't think I could ever like go back and watch it because it's like such an emotional gut punch, but The Impossible. Whew. Oh, okay. Good movie. Young Tom Holland in that. Really? Yes. Yeah. What was he in that? He was like the one of the little boys because it's, it's about the uh, tsunami. I 
I thought you meant Beauty and the Beast. No, I'm talking about the impossible. I thought we had moved on from the impossible. No offense. Well, now, but- now we're going to move on. Darling of the Great White Way, Audrey McDonald. I, she played the I wardrobe. I'm obsessed. She, she was, was in Carousel, Ragtime. She was also in my most favorite uh, production of Sweeney Todd, which is like um, a staged version that like they end up like making into like a full version. Ooh. And Emma Thompson was in it as well. Like there's Emma so Thompson's many like in this as well. She is in this as well. Yeah. Um, she uh, Emma Thompson was who in this? Mrs. Potts. She was Come Mrs. On. Potts. Yes. And Emma Thompson was recently in Cruella, which was fantastic. I think we yes. already talked about. She was in I Saving Mr. Banks. She was in Harry Potter. She was Nanny in Nanny McPhee. She was in Love Actually. Love Actually, yep. So much. We know. Um, Sir Ian McKellen Obsessed. is Cogsworth. So, so That, he did, he ate that shit up. He did great. Yeah. I He love was him. in X-Men. He what was in The he Hobbit. Do? He was in Lord of the Rings. And then he was in Cats. He was in Cats, but he also... Like, have you ever heard his coming out story? Because it was recently the anniversary of that. He yes. came out like 30 years ago. And TLDR, he was on the BBC and they were talking about some legislation that was like very anti-LGBTQ. And he was just like, they were like, how do you feel about it? And he was like, well, I'm gay. So he just this, says a matter of fact, he really did. And he was just like, so I think this sucks. I think it's really like an attack on my people. And everybody was like, oh, shit. And like, he paved the fucking way. And yeah. I love him. I I love him. I love his friendship with Sir Patrick Stewart. And I just love them both separately yeah. and together. And I will move on from this now. Now we have Stanley Tucci, obviously, that you Tucci mentioned. Tucci gang! Yes, he was in, obviously, The Lovely Bones, uh, Hunger Games, Easy A, one of my favorites, Devil mm-hmm. Wears Prada. He can't hit a bad note. The, what's that one where he was really, like, not nice? Um, the lovely bones yes that was the lovely bones and he was also in julie and julia he played uh-huh. julia child's husband i just i would kill for that man yeah i would commit vehicular manslaughter for that man all right fine yeah it's fine um don't think too much about it it's I, not a confession i meant to look this up before Guga i started raw yes how do you I, say her name Gugum abatha raw Okay, because I didn't want to say it wrong. She's fantastic. I'm and she was in with the, her. She was in Black Mirror. She was in that, like, the big episode of Black Mirror, yep. the San Junipero one. San Junipero, which fucking fantastic. will wreck you if you watch it. If, yep. if, if you watched Loki, she was in Loki. She uh-huh. was, like, the, the, for lack of a better word, the, like, I, I, can't, I can't think of, like, the way to put it. Like, she was just kind of, like, the traitor, I guess is how you would put it but like okay. not really a traitor it's very difficult to explain like what she does without giving away the entire plot all right fine leave it but, but like, she's yeah. just in it she's in she it plays, and she's great she is plumette she's in, plumette uh beauty and the beast yeah and she's great obviously if you're gonna watch this go to disney plus it's yeah. apparently also on pluto pluto tv really that's not for long if you need that's to see this Google movie said. fast then you better walk not run or run not walk to pluto because that's not, that can't be for long yeah like i said it's a fine adaptation i think it's like pretty long it is pretty long um but it's i, I liked it i didn't hate the original because i still have it pulled up the original is an hour and 24 minutes perfect for a kid yeah but they didn't have a celine dion like a bunch of songs they didn't have a whole backstory about like the black plague like i mean they, the things this, that they added were good. 
Yeah, but the original is an hour and 24 minutes. This is two hours and 19 minutes. I don't know, man. And LeFou doesn't say, wow, you didn't miss a shot, Gaston. Yeah. Like, come on. I mean, you could have put that in there. She dances with a dude. It's groundbreaking. I think Breaks it's the barriers. Fine. I guess it's fine. Are you homophobic? It's fine. <laughs> doesn't sound um, fine. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, obviously, there's a trillion other, like, vaguely Beauty and the Beast-esque adaptations oh, but yeah. like these are the the main ones that i was uh talking about you've so. got fucking beauty and the beat by justin bieber yeah mm-hmm. i guess it's all over the place it's all over the place yeah um so that's the original story kind of the fairy tale we touched on for a second and then a bunch of the adaptations hell so. yeah i'm down just we're educating people out here yeah i thought you were saying we're edging. I was like, we're edging out here Ugh. You said, not me. I mean, you didn't, didn't, but I thought you were. I was like, okay, Haley. I've been watching I'm a lot not of responsible. Big Mouth. <laughs> yes. I'm not responsible for what you think I said. Sure. But Let's also go, go watch that. Big Mouth. Yes, go watch Big Mouth. If you need a palate cleanser after this and I can't blame you one bit, go watch Big Mouth. Oh, there was another thing. Oh, I might have talked about it already. I actually don't remember. Did I talk about clickbait? I don't think so. It's a limited series on Netflix. Very good. Very like uh oh, like murder mystery. Is that the Adrian Grenier one. Yes. 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 Uh yeah, if if you're not into like horror Boy, stuff, this is more like suspense and like mystery. Like it's good. Okay. It's pretty good. Good to know. Um but yeah, go watch that. I mean, obviously I already bumped a quiet place and a quiet place part two. Those are on Paramount Plus. Go you ahead and watch those. It. Yeah, you gotta love it. Um Squid Game was Dece. Squid Game, I was a big fan of, but they announced the season two, and I don't think I have it in me to go put myself through that again. If like I don't think I do. I don't think I do. That old I was, man. I mean, I was just gonna recommend uh battle royale because that is a very similar premise okay um so go read and watch that oh read and watch well and you're gonna have to read while you watch because it's uh japanese i don't know i don't know it (laughs) it's good i can't help you (laughs) i think it's japanese but it's very good um all right i think that's it that's all of our recommendations Um, for now oh bones is free on hulu well it's not free because you pay for hulu but all the seasons of bones are on hulu I have the the uh the subscription that was for like a limited time where you pay for like Spotify and Hulu at like once, like oh. one subscription. Yeah. Wonder so if I have that. I very well might. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, I can now watch stuff on Hulu. But anyway. Good for you, babe. Oh, uh, that's that. You can go to our website. It's crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com. Oh, I should also say, I don't know if I mentioned it at the top. This was a Patreon pick. You did not mention that. This I did? is a Patreon okay. pick. And yeah, should we is... also shout out our Patreon patrons? I think we did that already this month, but, you know, there's no harm in we shouting love them, people out so again. Fuck it. Yes. Let's do it. Because I don't think we did. I think we shouted it out last month. Shout. It's almost shout. like we do it every month. Can you get the list? Because uh, I cannot. The list of all the sluts I've missed? What? <gasps> Don't say that. No, I can't say that. I can't say that. It's from Bo Burnham. I know. Which is Max, who sent us lovely photos from seeing uh, Make Happy in person. Like and you know what? I saw, I saw that show, too. I saw it in I didn't Boston. See that show. Motherfucker. Where? Bo, where it was the for my fuck birthday. have you been? I didn't I get saw it for my birthday. Show. 
that's that's I guess I guess all right because my other friend Kay and I go see uh, comedy shows every year for birthdays. So. Love you, Kay. Love you, Kay. Um, yeah, but while you're looking for the list, uh, you can go to our website. It's crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com. You can email us if you have anything fun to email us. We are crimeculturepod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. But, you know, while you're on our website, you can find the links to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Patreon. If you want to have a hand in what we talk about every month, then uh, join the Patreon. Uh, people who are waiting for postcards, they are being sent tomorrow. So by the time that you hear this, they will have been sent, and hopefully you are going to be getting them. I ran out of stamps, so <laughs> I needed to get stamps, and I have them now, so I'm sending the postcards. If it's late, blame Dominique at the post office. Oh, um, God. <laughs> what a piece of work Dominique is. I just picture her in like a big old beehive. Just blue, blue eyeshadow, real done with everything. No. Um, one of those three is true. Um, but I have our list. Yeah. And we've got Sarah. We've got Travis. We've got Angel hey, Cakes Jeff. ASMR. We've got hey. Stevie. We've got Melissa. We've got Lucian. We've got Catalina. Yep. We've got Kim. We've got yep. Janie. Possibly Johnny, because that's the name of the Chinese restaurant I used to go to as a kid. We've got Camilla. Saved the best for last. Not the best, because not that you're not the best. I'm and putting my foot in my a, mouth. I meant you're all, you're all the best. But I got a bone to pick with Stevie because... Because of that fucking spider she, crack that she said Yes. Because Stevie. she said laughs in Australian when I said how big the spider was that I saw on my honeymoon. You mock our pain. It was, it was a big spider. spider okay? Spiders are too big no matter what size they are. Spiders, if, I know that they do like nice shit, like eat bugs, but like... If there's a spider bigger than my thumb anywhere in the world, I don't, don't want to live on that continent. I don't want it. I don't want it. I told her that we were going to show up to Australia in those hamster balls. Yeah, I mean, I'm wearing full like hazmat if I go there. In the hamster ball. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we've got to be safe. Okay. One spider bite, that's it for me. I die. Like, yeah, that's it. I don't even want to see one. No, I don't want to think about it. Can we move on? Stevie, Stevie, I'm I'm expressing now. Never send us photos of the spiders that you live with daily. No, my uncle does that. My uncle, my 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 uncle slash godfather will every so often, just out of the blue, send me not even a photo, a gif, like one of those jump scare gifs of a spider, just to fuck with me. And I'm like, listen, listen, put you anyway. in a home. Um, yeah, that That's was us. all of that. That's and, this. That's that. Uh, oh. I hope you had a happy uh, Thanksgiving, Friendsgiving, uh, Alonesgiving, whatever. Thursday, you, if you're not in the yeah. U.S. <laughs> Just whatever you want. To There's no bad time to eat a turkey. Really, though? Yeah. yeah. Go and for it. And stuffing. Don't we're sleep doing on the side, stuffing. We're, we're recording this before Thanksgiving, but I'm doing sidesgiving this year. Just I'm sides. doing not cooking. And Bless. I'm loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Fuck Columbus. Yeah. I know it's not anyway. quite the same, but I mean, the pilgrims fucked him over too. Let's just, you know what? Yeah. Thanksgiving. Donate to your local Native American support like organization. There's a ton yeah. of them. There's ones that have scholarship programs. There's ones that provide relief. Like there's, the, fuck it. Like donate to like anti like pipeline organizations because often they go through reservations. Like fucking don't hate to them all. All right. 
Let's do it. Yeah. Happy and with Thanksgiving. That, we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye.